And welcome into an emergency edition of the West Life podcast. I'm your host, Josh Barnett. Thank you to well the uh, the live stream. This could break a record uh, for the live stream the amount of people tuning in. Um, yeah, we're obviously going to record Monday night as usual, but man, uh, being rotted to the length that we did tonight, yeah, doesn't. When it does happen often to us, but man, like this was next level. So thank you um, for everyone joining, joining us at such short notice. And um, yeah, as always, no apologies to West Ashfield, our sponsor. They normally send us the copy for the ad. Um, yeah, so please do us a favor and give uh, West Ashfield a like on their socials tonight because yeah, obviously uh, we don't have a, a run run sheet from them. Uh, yeah, for their ad for this week. But yeah, you as always, yeah, the best place to watch the game live and loud on the big screens at West Ashfield. If anyone was at West Ashfield for today's game, let us know what the uh, atmosphere meant to be in in front of that big screen for West Tigers fans. Um, yeah, it would, would have been comforting, I bet. So um, yeah, so when we play the Broncos next week, um, yeah, because. Man, the boys are definitely worth watching. But yeah, uh, and we're also sponsored by MG Pump Solutions. And Big Shane is uh, back on the show tonight. We've awoken him from his slumber. Only such bullshit can uh, bring the big fella back. I got, I got the four four horsemen all together on the show tonight. We've dragged. I'm ready. I tell you what, boys, I'm ready to drag us through the uh, the gates of hell. And well, let's, Paul, let's be honest, Josh. Paul, this is the uh, West Tigers apocalypse. That's it. I'm ready. I'm ready to take us through the gates of hell. Pull Peter Valandis out of there and drag him down Anzac Parade until we have this result overturned. Because I'm, I've never ever. I've been angry at rugby league games before, but not like this. You, you can cop, um, and get get over the the team losing, uh, but this. We won that game. We literally won that game. Uh, the after this, this, man, we'll obviously get into it. But um, yeah, Shane, I'll let you go first. Then, as you're you're back back in um, for a while, what what's your uh, quick take on that shit house fucking ending of a game? Oh, it was funny. It's the first game I've watched in pretty much since Madge got sacked. I just refused to watch games. Just absolutely fed up with what's going on in the background. Sick of watching NRL because of shitty bunker calls, shitty refereeing, favoured teams, and then this is the game that I come back and watch, and this is the ending we get. Like I, I couldn't believe it. I, I'll be honest, I laughed at the end. I was that fucking pissed off. But I laughed because I was just like, of course, this is the like this is the whole reason I've stopped watching NRL. Like I've watched probably about five minutes of NRL in about eight weeks. And I'm happy with that. Like I'm it's been excellent. I didn't have to think about nothing. It's it's been excellent. It's a it's turning into a shit show. And today proves exactly the reason why I'd stopped watching NRL. And I'm absolutely fed up with it. Um They've ruined the sport. I don't know. Look, Todd Payton whinged to the refs once, gets a fine, and all of a sudden they're second on the on the ladder. 
we never, ever, ever complain about the referees. The one time we do, it's weak as, and Madge did it. All, all of a sudden, like, uh, it's not all of a sudden, just we abs- we get absolutely pumped. And that's because we don't ever complain about referees. We don't bring it up. It's just like, oh, yeah, you know, the boys put in a good effort. You know, some calls didn't go our way. You know, those 50-50 calls, we need to get it. It's, it's not the case. It's it's the same shit. I'm pretty sure it was Ashley Klein in the bunker. And I'm telling you now that, like, <laughs> you know how Moses got death threats? I guarantee you he's going to be getting death threats. And the NRL <laughs> really just needs that, but yeah. I don't encourage it. No way. But if Mitchell Moses is getting death threats for what he's doing, like, it's that, and it's an absolute piss Please take. Don't. I'm just, don't, don't send shit. It's fucking stupid. It doesn't do anything anyway. I send, send like shit, but don't, not death threats. Don't get personal. Don't get just, personal. No, it's just, just, it's just the shit that we always cop. Klein has literally had something out for the Tigers since I can remember. Every single game, there's just those 50 50 calls, always go. Every other way, other than us, it's just, it's just the same old shit. Like, can we please get rid of the bunker? The the women's like I watched the women's grand final, and that was fucking excellent with no no bunker, none of that bullshit. Just play footy, and you know what? I don't understand. Like you've brought you've posted it, Josh, but I don't understand how a penalty doesn't get blown, but you want to challenge a call. You have to blow a penalty to challenge a call. You can't just, oh, oh I'm gonna. Ch- do you want to challenge it? What the fuck do you mean? Do you want to challenge it? You didn't blow a pen. You didn't blow a penalty, and the clock just stopped. So sorry, mate. Game over. We won. It's fucking bullshit. It's just pathetic. I just, uh, it's, it's again stopped me. It stopped me watching NRL like this. I was about to start watching again, and fuck, they just shit canned it again. And like I'm telling you now, if we don't hear something from the club chasing up the NRL for an explanation and to get this result overturned, because it really should have been overturned. Like we've got Gus Gould. We've got fuck every like every supporter base just going, what a crock of shit that was. That was the dumbest thing. I've got mates that are Panthers fans that are just like, are you mm. like, are you guys all right? Like what the yeah. fuck was that? I don't know. I'd a mate who's a Dragons fan message me straight away. Yeah, it's like it's it's everyone's just like that's a piss take. The only people that won't be whinging are Cowboys fans. That's literally it. Other than that, every single person I know, and you can see by the comments on on socials, just every supporter base is just like what a piss take. And Ashley Klein, it's just like mate, you got to get the ass. <laughs> the bunker's been shit for this whole year, like horrible. Like how how can you judge someone? How how can you call that running someone off the ball when they're both looking straight at the ball and one person takes a dive? Like that doesn't make sense to me. Like Kepawa didn't even smash into him. They were running next to each other and there was a little bump and then all of a sudden Kyle felt went and did a front flip. Like I don't know, fucking stupid. Fucking Michael Ch- Someone in the shout whoever it was in the comments. Uh, Michael Chamis has put out. Um, firstly, a story that Lee, credit to Lee, like he's obviously 
um, been at loggerheads with our show, but full credit, he, he said, we are outraged by this decision. I've spoken to Peter Volandes and Andrew Abdo and expressed my concerns in the strongest possible terms. We are considering all options available to us, including any legal uh, options that may be available. So credit to... Um... Oh, sorry, boys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just, I clicked on a notification and it brought up the stream, yeah, yeah, yeah. the stream. It's, I was like, oh, shit. It, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and then NRL spokesperson. So get ready to get even more livid. So NRL spokesperson, this is on Michael Chambers' Twitter. The captain's challenge was permissible in these circumstances. Although the referee had blown his whistle to stop the game after the last, last tackle was completed as time had expired, he had not yet called full time. The whole concept of the captain's challenge is to make sure any decision by the referee that stops the game can be reviewed. To not do so would effectively deny a team the right to have an officiating error corrected on the last play of a game just because it expired. The referee had not blown his whistle to stop the game. He stopped the game was he blown his whistle because the game was finished. Aaron, uh, I'll go to you first. I'll leave uh, Rob to lucky last. But man, the the it looks like the NRL aren't going to do anything. Like it's, but um, credit to Lee. To Lee looks like he's going to take it further. So credit to Lee. Yeah, um, yeah. The NRL are literally just going to sit on their hands and twiddle their thumbs and say, "Oh well, whatever happened happened," and they're just going to brush it under the rug like we all know they will do because that's what they've always done. Hum- they'll call it human error. Bullshit. Human error is minor mistakes. That's a major, you've broken your own fucking rules. That's not human error. That's human incompetence. Absolutely. Yeah, it's just, the the rule is, the fact that, like, they've just completely not mentioned that the rule, the rule is that it has to be, game has, the game has to be stopped, like, paused for review. Rob, like, uh, someone... Yeah, some, someone in our, in our mentions mentioned the Bill Harrigan decision in the 89 grand final. Uh, you're the only one on the show old enough to remember that. Does, is, it, is this obviously grand final team coming 16th a little bit different? But in terms of bad decision, is this up there with that? The, the game wasn't as important, Josh, but it's one of the worst decisions I've ever seen. It's I, I don't know whether to cry or to or to absolutely break something. I'm just torn yeah. between you know, a bit of uh, Seinfeld going through me, Josh, serenity now. Because, boy, there's going to be some insanity later, mate. Seriously, I'm just – I can't explain it. It's just wrong on so many reasons. Um, just to let you guys know, I spoke to someone very high up in the club who will remain nameless. They are going full throttle at the NRL over this. They're not letting it lie down. Good. They are going absolutely gangbusters. It's probably a 99% chance that the result – won't get overturned. But if there's ever a case for a result getting overturned, it's mm. this It's this after the siren number one. Firstly, I believe time expired after the goal kick. Somehow one second was put yeah, back on the Yeah, what was the one second? I felt yeah. like I was watching watching the NBA when they kind of want, like they check the clock. Um, for, I, I think there needs to be a, a blanket rule in terms of not maybe the last five minutes even – if you're kicking for goal, time's off. Just just make time off. But anyway, keep going, just Rob. Another, yeah. Just another thing on that. Sorry, Rob, before you continue. Sure. The clock, um, when they when the try was scored and 
awarded uh and then they they stop the clock to check with the bunker like they do with every try now there was 87 seconds left you're allowed to take 90 seconds to line up your kick well, and there before you go. time was stopped they stopped it with five so out of the 87 seconds so out of the 90 seconds you're supposed to get they um i'm trying to do math now 82 83 that's how yeah. long they gave dewey before they stopped the clock so they didn't even like the clock should have run down while dewey was lining up the conversion there's Mitchell no Moses, way in exactly there's no mm. way in hell that the clock should have been stopped with five seconds left on it yeah craig and uh, craig in youtube said exact that he's uh he's on the on that mass as well uh get, sorry sorry to cut you off Rob? No, you're right. Well, just just on that point, guys. So, did the clock stop? Like, was Dwayne aware of that? Because obviously, Dwayne's going to take as much time as he can over the kick. Well, he had the big screen. The, the camera shot was actually pretty good. You could see that he could see the big screen with the with the timer running down, and then he ran it down, and literally to zero. And then all of a sudden, it rolled. As soon as he kicked it, it rolled back to one. They put one second on the clock. Yeah, well, look, I'm, I'm just going to say the three things very briefly that I said on social media tonight. I'm, obviously, I'm disappointed about the result, but I'm more embarrassed to be an NRL fan and a rugby league fan because it's an embarrassment mm. on the game. Number two, I just feel like the most ludicrous things happen to West Tigers, and I'm talking in, in terms of first, in terms of anything, whether it's yeah. the scrum against the Roosters in 2010 or Jeremy Smith not getting penalised for knees in the back on Takiri or the stupid Christian Inu trying to semi-final against New Zealand or Luke Brooks getting penalised for not being square at marker in Golden Point by Ashley Klein. Okay, mm. the same prick that did the game today. No, I didn't what else is there? Penalised for a scrum expiring last week. Whatever it is, we're the first to do it, guys. It just always happens to us. So why don't we set a precedent and show that a game can be overturned? This happened after full time. It came from an illegal challenge. Not only was it an illegal challenge... Why didn't the bunker say to the on-field ref, mate, you can't challenge this. I'm not allowed to adjudicate on it. And, and thirdly, which I, I don't get anyway, Kapoa did nothing wrong. He hasn't got eyes yeah. on the player. He's running back for the ball. Hypothetically, what if the Cowboys get to the kick and bat it back? Kapoa's allowed to run back and, and be alive to try and receive yeah. a bat back. He has not looked at Kyle Felt. It's just disgraceful. And honestly, guys, like, I'm upset. My only consolation is it's, you know, it's not affecting us making the finals or anything, but it could cost us a wooden spoon. But you look at the whole competition. It affects all those teams that were in a logjam on 26 points. You think they're not bloody upset about it too? Like, the Cowboys have now moved ahead of all that. So it has massive ramifications on the top four. Um, and then and then furthermore, like, okay, we weren't so good the first 20 minutes after half time. But we busted our ass without a man for 10 minutes and held him scoreless. Like, it was a brave effort. It's Jimmy Tamo's 300th game. And how's he going to remember that now? For all the bloody wrong reasons. So it's just it's just horrendous. But the brutal truth, I'm bloody used to it, guys. I'm dead set. Like, this is just... I can't explain. Like, I want to explode, but, like, I know it's going to happen. Like, I've got a phone call from a mate who's a Broncos fan that's had a couple of lean years, and he knows... I do the podcast and I'm a Mad Tigers fan and all this sort of thing. And he rings me up as, as they're coming back to the kickoff. And he said, congratulations. And I said, mate, there's one second left. We're the West Tigers. It's not over yet. 
And he just, like, he goes, oh, no, oh, no, I can't believe it. I've, I've mocked you. And, like, you know, <laughs> we, you just almost want to laugh about it, like Shane said. It's it's absurd. And then on top of that, all the misery we've gone through, you know, like, you know, whether you care about it or not, the coach sacking, not getting the coach we want, you know, losing now six in a row. Like, our fans deserve better, man. It just would have been a little ray of sun, sunlight on a shitty fucking season that ended six or seven weeks ago. And the boys had a go. And now Jimmy Tamo, who should have been honoured with a great display and been able to go around that stadium with pride. He should be proud anyway. Like, one game doesn't define you. But he should have been able to go there, man, and say, you know what, the boys did it for me. Like, this is fantastic. It was a milestone game. Even if the game got overturned now, it wouldn't be the same. Like, that dressing room would be devastated. Like, I am i haven't been a fan of Kapoa, but you see Kapoa after the game, and he's absolutely devastated. And, mm. you, and anyway. He did nothing wrong either. Yeah. But, um, friend of the show, Tomo Carlo. mentioned the um, – oh, sorry, I'll let you say Carlo. Yeah, yeah I was but... just saying, I don't want to laugh. I'm done being the doormat of the NRL this time. We don't go quietly. I, I, I'm 100% with Carla, and I think – a lot of people, yes, like we've become used to it, but man, I, I, I don't want to lay down for this one. And like people will comment, oh, what, like, like you said, Rob, for what, for 16 to move to 15th. At the end of the day, this is it's sport, and we watch sport for a fair contest. And if the, if you take away the fair contest, then like, what's the point? We might as well be watching WWE wrestling and just have it scripted because like this. We can't can't stand for this. It's clearly, like, clearly something behind the scenes. And again, credit to Lee for, um, for doing something about this. Like, just we are the doormat, and it's not just because we're coming last. It's happened to us in previous years and cost us possibly semi final, um, cost us possibly a grand final berth in two thousand ten, as you mentioned, Rob. It's just, but this one, like. This one just goes beyond. It's just baffling that it was looked at and still still the wrong decision was to, made after the bell. Like, Look, we had the, the, the Stafford, Stafford Toa try should have been one of our moments this season. Like the Brooks field goal, the Jackson Hastings field goal, that Stafford Toa try would have been one of our most talked about moments as West Tigers fans. When we did the episode... Uh, a few weeks ago, our favourite games. This could have this could have been like one of our moments. And this is what sport is all about: is those moments, as like when you overcome adversity. We had a sin bin. We lost a player. We were eight dollars um, to underdogs. We had we got that try with Stafford Toa, and it was our moment. And it was just like Aaron's going on about how the mathematics didn't didn't work with the kick. Um, someone's mentioning someone, you're not allowed to stand in front of the line to kick it, which I can live with. I don't really give a shit how they kick it. The, the fact that the bell was gone, the fact that he wasn't even, shouldn't have even been penalized. It shouldn't have been referred to. Like it's just, it's just bang, 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 bang of wrong calls. And it should, it's just taken. Like we had the moment. I don't know about you, everyone listening to this, but I was in my lounge room, like fist pump, like obviously tense, and then fist pumping. Turned to my wife and said, "We did it. We finally, like, we needed needed that too. Like a lot of it is, we really, really needed like something in this season, as you said, 
Right. Bloody oath, we needed it. Like, yeah. you know, Josh, just, you know, look, when, when we got the try, like, you know, our Patreon Discord chat, like we all celebrate. I think I typed in, you know, we or something like that. And, mate, yeah. I haven't looked at the Discord chat since then because I, I don't want to get hurt by seeing everyone hurt. Like, it's it just on. hurt yeah. me seeing the pain on social media tonight. And But you've got to make a stand. Whether we've only had three wins or not, if you don't start caring about every two points and, and you know, look, there's one thing now, like our CEO said the other day when talking about the membership and how great it is and the new record, it's not about wins and losses. Bullshit. It is about wins and losses. And he's got a chance now with Lee, with all the board, with everything, they can really get some, score some brownie points with the fans and fight for us fans and fight for the club and show that this is worth fighting for. And don't back down to the NRL. Seriously, don't back down. Make make it make some noise about it. Like if everyone protested over every bad decision, they can't overturn games. This happened after the siren, after an illegal decision. Like literally when the kickoff's happening, Josh, I'm thinking to myself, if the ball goes in the air near that 10 meter line, don't don't get in front of the 10 meter line. If you're thinking of catching it, bat it over your head into touch. Like just don't even, you know, just there's no time on the clock. Like just do not screw this up. And But you just know in your head this has happened to us so many times. And, you know, you're even thinking, like, please, Adam, get the conversion. So it's three the diff. Because you know these stupid random penalties can happen to us. Like, we don't get them the other way, guys. You remember when Benji kicked the field goal two years ago on the Gold Coast? Okay? He, picked, he kicked, the, kicked the winning field goal. And from the kickoff, they, got, they tapped that ball back before the 10-meter line. We never got the call. And they end up, you know, winning the game. Come on, man. It's just, it's always happening to us. And we just have to make a stand as a club. There's no point cussing and effing and seeing and, and whatever. It's not going to do us any good. We've just got to point out the facts. Illegal challenge. And Bunker should have told the ref, you can't even challenge on it. And thirdly, Mr. it wasn't even, wasn't even a freaking penalty. Like, it really wasn't. It's just, it's just poor, man. It's just, the, the fans deserve better, mate. I don't care. I'm, I'm, I'm a sponge for this shit now. I'm fucking over it. Like, it just happens to us all the time and we just can't get just one little bit of happiness. Like, you know, I said to you last week, I wish the season would fast forward and then we get this game, we're down by seven freaking points with less than five minutes left. We do the most amazing comeback in a milestone game for a guy who's been our captain for a year and a half and we just get absolutely shat on. Absolutely shat on. And we're over it. And, I, and what I am happy with is I know the club's going to go full pelt. But this is a time now for Lee and Justin to say the right things publicly and go for it. Lee shouldn't have to explore. Go look at the rules and you're a lawyer. You literally own a law firm. Go do something about it. Just get it happening. Make a change. Make a difference to the club. Say you won't take losing anymore when we're, when we're, there's a blatant injustice. Come on, guys. You know? Anyway, this might have been a bad idea doing it straight away because I just really haven't. It's just... I just haven't digested it, man. It's just fucked. No, I don't think so because we're well over 200. So we've uh, we've, hit the, we've hit the Jason Gillespie worth of uh, streamers and beyond. So uh, thanks to everyone tuning in. Good comment. I thought that Mitchell Dean on Facebook, there's horse, protest in horse racing. Valandis knows all about. We should protest the result. I thought the same thing. Um, that, that came to my mind as well. And I'm not sure if anyone watches supercar racing, but the last round, last race in town, in Townsville, funny enough, um, the last corner of the race, a guy knocked Shane Van Gisbergen, uh, spun him around and then went over the line and won. The VA supercars literally went, no, that's not right. Five second penalty, 
gave the guy who deserved a win the result. So other sports like work out. I know motorsport, like rugby league is very different than motorsport or racing. Like any type of racing is very different. But um, yeah. Yeah, but still, Josh, like, look, everyone else goes, okay, that guy, that that can't happen. That was a mistake. That was that was an issue there. The problem with NRL is they just dust it under the rug, do their public apologies on their refs on their little refs meetings, yeah, and that's all they do. And and it's just bullshit. It, you get to a point where it's just like, no, you literally fucked up. That's blatant cheating. This can't happen because you literally blow the whistle to finish the game. And then turn around to him and go, oh, guys, do you want to challenge that? Challenge what? Challenge yeah. a kickoff. Yeah, the ref said that it's as well. It's a fucking kickoff, man. Yeah. It's a kickoff. What are you challenging? You're challenging that your bloke flopped because that's what he did. And the fact that Ashley Klein watched it a few times, and I'm looking at it going, oh, this is a piss take. Like, if this, if this is an issue, it's not happening. Like, no way. All of a sudden, oh yeah, he he runs him off the ball. One, he was never going to get the ball because there was other people in front of him. Two, they were both looking at the ball. Well, guys, guys, just also quickly, just a a quick one, just a quick one. I want to say thanks to Paul from Dynamic Music for the microphone. Yeah, he's hooking us up. All the pop filter. I got all the stuff from him for the podcast. So yeah, big fan. Cheers to Paul. You're a legend. Big, yeah, big fan of the show and keen to help us out. So yeah, we're good. We'll uh, yeah, hopefully get that new equipment soon, especially after last week. We'll learn how to use it properly. Rob, remember to uh, turn <laughs> yeah. the. He's, he's sending us all new mics, so we uh, sound a little bit more professional. So yeah, shouts out to him. Go, Rob. Yeah, I was just going to say, look, there's plenty of bad decisions in the last minute of the game, and if you protested on every all of those decisions. You can't over overrule it because there's still 30 seconds left or 40 seconds left or 10 seconds left. This happened after full time. This mm. result can be overturned. There is no excuse. If the NRL is saying they're setting a precedent, yeah, well, they will. If another stupid decision happens at full time and, and it changes the result of the game, you can overturn it. But they'll say, oh, but what about all the other bad decisions in the, in the other previous 79 minutes? Tough shit. You know, we've got to stand up for this. This wasn't just a bad decision. It was a bad, it was an unchallenged, an ineligible challenge. Like, you're not even allowed to challenge it. Like, it's just a, it's just a joke. The whole thing was an absolute joke. And it just shows you where, where the NRL's at. All they care about is money, guys. It's all about TV rights and whatever. Honestly, we, we shouldn't even show up to a game next week or watch it. My, my son's just well, vowed tonight. He goes, I'm not watching another game. He goes, that's, that's it. He goes, that's done that's it. That's what I was saying, Rob. Rob, yeah. what do we do? Do we boycott games? Do we literally say, guys, we're not rocking up to another game until you sort some shit out and the bunker needs to go? Like, but the our, Tigers just don't show up to games. Like, what do you do? Like, they, they our, have to do something. Our boys, our boys t- turned, like, our boys, they we turned won up. that game. We turned up. They turned up. The boys killed they it. Like, they, were they, had nothing, good. they had nothing to play for. They had nothing to play for other than getting off the wooden spoon and playing for Jimmy and his 300th. They... They won the game. They turned up and beat the team coming second in their hometown, like in their home ground. Like, yeah, a boy, boycotting, it's it's a double-edged sword. Yes. Uh, I don't know. Maybe What do we do? Maybe create a legal stream and just watch it with us so the NRL doesn't get 
you, you're watching it, but they don't get their ratings or something. I don't know. Mate, but, the clock um, has to go hard. They have to go hard, yeah. and I'm sure they're going to go hard. And you know what? They, they're bragging about the record membership. Well, protect your members. Protect your members. Don't worry about fans like me. Just protect your members, okay? And, and do <laughs> what's right for them. Do what's right, right for them. Mate, membership. Pe- people somehow, I don't know how they do it, somehow travel to Townsville to watch the game and we're sitting last after the crap we dished out yeah. last week against half a reserve grade team. They're still rocking up. They deserve better than that at least. Forget the rest of us. They deserve better. You know, yeah. and I'm, I'm sure they will. And they, and they better do something about it. And if Valandi starts going on about, oh, we'll have to do this and what happens if there's a bad ruling in the first minute, tough shit. This was after full time. It can be overturned. We've got to try and do something. We've got to show that two competition points mean enough. And if there's anything this club's had, we have never had the record of having a wooden spoon. We can at least protect that, mm. okay, and get off the bottom of the ladder and may build some confidence out of what should have been a great win. But instead, we're just all back in dead shit alley that I always keep referring to, dead shit alley. This is the life of a West Tiger supporter right now. And we're all sick of it, man. We're all sick of it, you know. A lot of people are going to work tomorrow just feeling miserable now. Instead mm. of feeling, you know what, we had a great weekend. You know, the guys got a win. The girls won the grand final last weekend. Benji and Robbie are going to be coaching. Things are looking good. Yeah. You know, new wave. And, and it's just it's just horrible, mate. And those players deserve better too, man. They, they yeah. ripped in today. They absolutely ripped in that last. How we held them out down to 12 men was just so brave. Mm. It was so, so brave. Right. Uh, I did open it up to callers. And Johnny, you've been sitting there patiently. Give me a thumbs up if you're ready to go. Can you hear me? Yeah. Um, for that, uh, uh, you, you guys were mentioning the players in the sheds, sorry, John. Uh, um, post post game, and I was listening to the the press conference, and Jimmy even mentioned that every player in that in that dressing room had their heads down. Um, they were devastated. They were all devastated, but he told them to that they should hold their heads up high because he couldn't have been more prouder of them as a playing group. Uh, good on And him. I feel like that's a sent- sentiment that we, all of us, despite the result, echo. They had a b- bit of a dodgy period of the game from the start of the second half. Um, and that, but they aimed up again, like you said, once um, Kenny went to the bin. And yeah, like you said, Shane, they won. They won the game. They won the they game won the for game, Jimmy man. on his 300th. They they should not be devastated. They should be over the moon. They should be singing the song. But this farcical result has robbed them of that opportunity. Shouts to Ronald, the second Roosters fan that uh, has showed his support to us tonight. Let me see you there, Ron. Speaking of Roosters, uh, a man who has... A couple of young blokes who go for the Roosters. Wonder if uh, how they felt about it. But um, yeah, John, how? Uh, yeah, thanks for joining us tonight. Have you got the Fireys uniform on? Yeah, I'm at work. Oh, man, a man <laughs> in uniform. Beautiful. <laughs> uh, thoughts uh, thoughts on that shit show and how how are you going on a Sunday evening? Um, I'll tell you a quick story. Um. It was 25-22 when the, like I said, I'm at work and a call came through to a house fire. So we're on our way and I've got Triple M on and I can hear the call and we score a try and the commentator's like, and the West Tigers will win this game. 
So I turned the radio off, looked at my offside arrow, and I was just like, <laughs> you know, like, the amazing finish. Anyway, go to the job. It's like 45 minutes late, I get back in the in the truck and I've checked my phone and I've got my first message is, I'm sorry, son, and it's my mother. And I'm like, <laughs> what's, what's this about? And then I've got seven other messages, messenger texts, all these things, and um, you know, I quickly looked up what happened and... Uh, yeah, you've always said it all. I would, a, a long time ago, I stopped using winning a game as a benchmark for success for the Tigers. I looked at completing a set of six, getting on the front foot, a good kick, you know, fighting ground. They, they were my wins. We've only won, what, three games this year. So to have an opportunity like that taken from us to beat a top two team, um, like I was messaging you before and I was like, I don't know if I want to cry or if I want to break something, you know. Um, <laughs> and like so many, you know, you just go through so many thoughts in your head. And I, just, I keep going back to consistency of the re- the refereeing. Like, sorry to talk off off topic about the Tigers, but Finnegan's hit on Crichton wasn't even a penalty, you know, like. And other people are getting like brushed across the face and they're on mm. report. It's like, what's going on? Like, we keep ruining the best product. Rugby League is the best product. Yeah. I mean, what you say that we keep shitting on it? Mm. We don't. The, the officials do. And the, the management. It's, you can tell I'm frustrated because, you know, two weeks ago we had, we had a win against Penrith. Oh, no, no, we didn't. We lost in the last, last minute. It's just, as a West Tigers fan, you get to a stage where people will message me at 70 minutes, at 75 minutes and go, hey, congrats on the win. And I'm like, yeah, I don't different. even read it. It's like, at the 80th minute, I'll talk to you. We don't, the, the, I don't, there's no early crow. 80th minute, when we're back in the sheds, I'll start cheering then because you get your heart ripped out so often. That just like like he said, he wasn't even going to get the ball. He he, he didn't run in, run off anyone. And the, the the best part about it is, every single rugby league pundit I've read robbed is um robbed is trending on Twitter. Every single person said it's an absolute disgrace, and it just happens to us. You know, it's how hard is it? It's been so hard for so long to be a West Tigers fan. Josh, you, you, you know, you and I met a few years ago and we I don't know a more passionate supporter than you and I tried my best to be the same. But Yeah, I've met a lot just, of through this show. It's just so hard. And like my young bloke is a Roosters fan, you know, and he laughs at me because he was born in 2009 and, and he, like, as long as he's been alive, he's in year seven this year, the yeah. Tigers have just been bad. And we had an opportunity to win this game. And what happens? We just keep kneading the groin. It's just like, like, what do you do? Yeah. But this is beyond, like, obviously, Rob's mentioned all these refereeing decisions. Um, but just what was uh, what was the other game? 
uh, where Benji kicked a field goal and we lost. That was a the Titans kickoff. No, it was magic round, wasn't it? No, it was about it was when Benji Benji got dropped after that week. So Benji kicked the winning field goal up on the Gold Coast. We've been a, I'm guessing yeah. around, around five or six, something like that. We weren't we yeah. weren't travelling that badly. We had a few wins and a few losses, but Madge just decided to drop him. But literally that short kickoff hadn't travelled ten meters. Yeah, and they got that penalty. And look, it might not seem like defining things, but just the irony of getting pushed off the ball. Like we ran rings around the Cowboys when we moved the ball today. For some reason, we had really good shape. You know, we scored an extra try compared to them. They won on goals, basically, in a field goal. When we played him in the first round, we did the same thing. We lost Jake Simpkin in the first half, and Luke Brooks pulled a hamstring, ironically, when he got pushed off the ball, chasing a guy running away for a try just before half time. Like, we had that game shot to bits, so we lost both those players, and we were down to 15 men. So we've proven, for some reason, that however the Cowboys match up with us, we're better than them. You know, like I know they've done great against other teams, but for some reason we do well against them. But it just it just happens all the time to us, mate. It's just you know, I Josh, I can tell the like everyone on air, like when me and Shane and Josh, we only came up with the idea to go to where about forty five minutes, you know, before this started. So about quarter to eight. And yeah. Josh, you had us on a group call, mate. I've known you for two years. I've never seen you go off like that. And it's and it's terrible of me to say it. I I actually got great pleasure from seeing you as pissed off as I've been for two years on various matters. And it was just it was beautiful to see. I've never heard you go off like that. Because I guess things that we've been pissed off in the past, um, like management and stuff, like I guess there's everything that we've been pissed off at in the past has been somewhat arguable both sides. But this is just – I've seen the words black and white – uh, come up in the comments a few times. This is black and white. We were robbed more yeah. than any contest. We've got, as uh, a few boys have said, fans of other teams are agreeing with us. It's like, it's just insane. Like I'm, I'm used to, I'm used to losing and that's pretty sad. As John said, we kind of our, our, raise our bar is just don't be sh- like, be less shit is kind of like, the bar at the show, moment show up but and we, perform That's yeah all we just want. have a go come on like it's almost like what you tell your your kid come on just enjoy yourselves like have fun try your hardest but like we did we won and then it was literally taken illegally taken away from us like it's just it's corrupt like it's just it's the whole reason you watch sport is you, you're finally um, I do a lot of sport with kids and so many kids jump on bandwagons of good teams. Like I know so many kids that go for the storm and they've never been in Melbourne before. And like they say, how can you support that? I wear my Tigers gear. I wear Tigers gear every, every day of my life. You, if you don't see me in Tigers gear, it's probably because my wife dressed me and we're going somewhere important, but even still, I might sneak underwear or socks in or something. I always wear West Tigers gear, and they're like, "Oh, how can you go for the Tigers? They suck." And as you said, John, they're about your age, your son's age. They've never known the Tigers to be good. They've always been, um, yeah, been rubbish. I said because you got to like when we won in two thousand and five, like it was just incredible. Like literally crying because I'd I'd spent I was only seventeen, but my entire schooling life. The team sucked, but I stuck by him. I stuck by him. Stuck by him. We won the comp, and it's just like the greatest 
like greatest feeling ever. You you go you go through all that, but yeah, to so just to have have the win and finally you get that you have your good days, have your bad days, and a lot of bad days this year. And we finally we had it. <laughs> like John switched off the radio, we we literally had it, and for it to wrongly be taken from us, it's not fair. Like it's not it's not even it's beyond ref blaming. It's like. Yeah, it's just. It, I was. It I was like, pissed off. It seems like corruption. That's, it does. That's what it seems like to me. Yeah. Like, look, I, I've in the said end, it a couple of times before, and people laugh at me. But, but it can't be. It's ever, ever since Valandis comes in from an industry that is notorious for corruption, horse racing, all of a sudden we've got. People just throwing ridiculous money on games. And I'm talking tonight there was a $200,000 bet at $1.05 on Cowboys to win. Must be nice to have that kind of money. Ridiculous bets all of a sudden. Like you, you didn't hear this from NRL people. People didn't throw bets and money like that around on NRL. All of a sudden, we've got stupid bets like that going on. Peter Valandis is a fucking snake oil salesman. Yes, he got us back. But he has no idea what he's doing. He's just talking shit. They don't care about the refereeing. They don't care about the bunker. They don't care that teams are getting dicked. Man, like, this is what really pissed me off. It, it, it started at the beginning of the year, but when Kelmer's try got taken away from him against the Eagles, okay. I that was just that was unbelievable that the it's bunker good. turned around that decision, you know, the bunker. And it has been the bunker ever since in every single game. I go on Twitter and I have a look. I just I just scroll through and everyone's like, oh, the bunker fucked this call up. The bunker fucked that call up. If they are so incompetent, why do we still have the bunker there? Because I'm telling you now, the women's game is 10 times better a product and I, even reserve grades a better product than what we're seeing right now from NRL. NRL is shithouse. And it's just, oh, yeah, let's, let's coax it this way. Let's coax it that way. Let's get this team back in. I said it to you boys straight away. As soon as that second second half started and, and they started getting those weird little penalties, you know, those and I was just like, here we go, boys. This is the shit that I'm used to, you know. Look, I know I hate blaming referees and I hate blaming that, but it just stinks of corruption to me. Just absolutely stinks of it. And it all starts from the top. As we've said, issues at Tigers start at the top, issues with NRL start at the top, and we've never had issues this bad and this blatant until old snake oil Volandis comes in and changes football to be a game that he wants. Oh, oh we're playing Volandis ball because we're not playing rugby league. I'm telling you that right now. This is not rugby league. Rob, you mentioned Luke Brooks before, um, not in this game, in a different context. But yeah. I thought he had one of his best games. Obviously, the shit pass to Kelmer, which should have been um, the Cowboys winner the fact that we overcame that like i thought there had no chance of overcoming that but i thought brooksy had a really good game today dane laurie had like his best game we've been pretty critical and kind of think he's a bit met this year he had his like we should be talking about the players that played really well today that uh that normally don't like kepa ola we've been critical of he scored a great try like uh, man, it's just it's just so annoying that we just we have to we're going down as I mean it's helping us the amount of people watching us right now 
um, I think we're going to have pretty good ratings. But we rather like trade. Literally, if it's just us five people talking to three people, we'd rather win. We want we want the boys to win. What do you think just... of? Um, sorry, mate. What do you think of Ken's yeah. Ken and the Bin? Croc too. Yeah, soft. It's best. It's, very soft. It's just inconsistent. Like it's just. Uh, the commentators say he was just bracing himself for the impact, which you can kind of agree with. But the yeah. ten of the bin. So it's, did you see? Did you, uh, John? Did you see? I mean, you probably didn't, but in the earlier game, see Big Tino Fasua Moa Ali or whatever you pronounce his name. Yeah, I mean, he, just, he literally braced himself and got ready from ten meters before Tavita Pengai Junior got to him with a yeah. shoulder. Did he get? Yeah. Did he get sin bin? No, he got put on report. Like you know, it's just like I say, we, we we get we get the bludger decisions. We're talking about you can't go back in games, etc. I think it was the Roosters game against Newcastle. They went back two tackles and they went back like twenty five meters to give a penalty the other night. Like it's just like like Shane said, they're ruining the game with the bunker. But the part it's really weird. I'm conflicted about the bunker because I think the bunker is fantastic. You just in, need in theory, someone yeah. with two eyes two eyes and some common sense in there and some logic to see what's going on. Because what happened today, guys, that's as blatant as kicking a goal over the black dot and two touch touches saying no goal. That's how freaking blatant today was. And look, corruption, I reckon... Rob. Corruption, mate, I'm know, not going to keep I'm saying. I'm not going to go down that path. I don't know whether it is or it isn't or whatever. I, I am. Thought, <laughs> I, would have thought, I would have thought the bookies would have had more to gain by the Tigers winning because everyone would have had the Cowboys in their multi, to be brutally honest. Okay, so I just reckon it would have been better for the, you know, for the if there was corruption for us to win. But it's affected depends, the top. Depends whose mates have the big bets, mate. Depends. No, whose I know. Mates but it's it's affected the top four. But you know, how, Shane, how, how come we can all watch a game, whether it's at the ground or on TV? We all watch the same replays. I know they've got bigger screens and more technology. Why do nine out of ten of us see what goes on, and and the idiot in the box is the only one that goes the other way, like? I don't know where you stand on this, but if you saw the Talmalolo no-try last week that turned the game against whoever they were playing, Cronulla, anyone who thinks that's no penalty or no try, just go to the gap and just jump. You have no idea about rugby league, okay? Like, that was never a penalty, ever, okay? And they're making they're making things up and they're making excuses. And I'm hearing guys on NRL 360, oh, no, but he got in front of the player and blah, blah, blah. What's he supposed to do? Wiggle his nose like Samantha on Bewitched and fucking disappear? Like, it's just <laughs> stupid. You've got a referee. I know they want to take discretion out of it, but the guy was backing up in support. He gets tackled and he's driven back a bit. Suddenly he supports in front of him and they go, oh, no, you blocked the guy from coming across. Come on, guys. Like, that. if it's going to keep getting refereed like that, Yes, get rid of the bunker. But you put two normal people in that bunker that know all the refereeing rules and have some common sense, they'll get it right. It, it needs to be there because sometimes we do see a ball dropped going for a try and then we're going to be going, well, how the hell did he award that? So the, I think the bunker is a good thing if it's used properly. But how it's being used now, there's literally two or three decisions every game, every week that we're like, what the hell did we just see? What was well, that? Maybe Maybe Brendan Smith was right. What did he in say? Call, in calling out the refs of being fucking cheats. Because this is the all it seems like. And, Storm, though. It, yeah, look, it's ironic that he plays for Storm and we all know they're fucking chat, uh, they're cheat, um, cap cheats and all that sort of stuff. But 
it's it's just blatant for us especially and it, i brought it up earlier in the year and people were laughing oh we're going to go down this rabbit hole of of Valandis coming in and corruption happening it's just like man what else can we call this because there's nothing else to be said we don't know like this is just blatant bullshit and it's against the tigers continuously like kelmer's try tonight was just ridiculous blow the whistle game's finished hey mate would you like to challenge that challenge fucking what where does that even come into the, like that's I just believe that there's something there's something else happening and annoy- the higher ups are doing something I don't know but look I people can sit there and go oh he's full of shit he do talking about this corruption I really don't give a fuck what anyone else thinks about this topic I'm telling you now I'm fucking sus as on it and it has been since Valandis has come in we're seeing a lot of this shit the bunkers making game changing calls when as Rob said, nine out of 10 people watching that fucking footage would all agree on the complete opposite of what the ref said. We've been watching rugby league long enough that we know what we're looking at. Just to go with people who do it for a fucking living, not. Just just to go with what you're saying, it's a slight tangent here, but you're talking about corruption or or something stinking or whatever. I watched the St. George Manly game the other night and it was bucketing down rain at Cogra. Okay, And, and in the first couple of minutes, Manly on the attack, DCU kicks the ball dead. Long story short, Manly completed basically perfectly, maybe one error in about 35 minutes. And Saints had a few penalties, half a dozen six to goes. Like the ref was just carrying down the other end. Manly did not do a thing wrong except for that grubber kick that went dead in the first two minutes. I'm watching this game. I've got no interest on the game. I've got no money on the game. And I'm just sitting there thinking, man, this stinks. Like seriously, how hard are they trying to get the victory for St. George? Is it because of their 100-year celebration team of whatever named and all this sort of shit but like it really stunk it was just like blatant one-sided refereeing and as i said i had no vested interest but i started as soon as that happened i started looking at the betting markets to see what the moves were and and did you know a team get backed in or not because you think how can a ref get refereed so one-sidedly so just maybe there is some some stuff going on i don't know but if if anyone's ever bored just watch the first half i don't remember I swear, Rob, I don't remember before 2020 it ever being this bad. I don't remember. Like, I, I don't remember the calls like this. I, I just... It's the new rules. There's so many rules as well. The yeah, confusing that's, that's game. No, no, no. That's but it's, it's just it's blatant bunker calls. It's blatant refereeing bullshit. It's mm. like, it's not these new rules. That, that has nothing to do with it. Like, yeah, look, that's that's an easy way for them to march somebody up the field. Just six again, six again, six again. No, it's sweet. Look, you've got to try I'll help you out, buddy, buddy. Let's fucking pat you on the back there. But this isn't that. This is blatant. This is people that should be checking and know the rules inside out and checking exactly what has gone on in a play. That's well, James, what, that's, James Graham, that's what the bunker is. James Graham summed it up perfectly the other week. I forget what rule or what excuse they were making about something, but he goes, they're, make, they're going to make a new rule over a bad decision that shouldn't have been decided wrongly. Like, that's just yeah. how, how poor the game's getting now. So, look, we're, we're all we're all livid, but I, I don't know what we do about this. You know, uh, Joffa, Joe Offengawi said after round five, you know, we've all got to get better and, and you know, do things better at every aspect of the club. And you hear about coaches saying, you know, we, we try to get the boys to work on those extra little one percenters and two percenters. Well, this is a time now that even though it's not going to affect our season too much, whether we're on three wins or four, as a club, we've got to fight for this one or two percenter. We've really got to make a stand and just at the very least 
the NRL will not take us lightly as a club. So I think I think our whole club will get a lot more respect than it gets, especially from me, if they fight hard over these two points. Because it's mm. not about whether we finish 16th or 15th or 14th. We got robbed today, guys. We got mm. absolutely robbed. Yeah, don't be a doormat. Yeah, don't be a doormat. You know, make a stand. Yeah. But, you know, like if, if we're worth, if you want all these members and you want us members to be proud, then act like it. And the good thing is I heard tonight, you know, like I said, from a really high official 10 minutes before we went on air, that we're going to go hard at this and we're exploring all our options. So, but I mean, they don't have to explore the options. The options are there. I, I think back in the day, I don't know if it's allowed now, you could have got the touch judge on the field to the ref and the captain could have lodged an on-field protest. Now, I don't know if that rule still exists, but let me tell you, if, if I was out there or whatever, I would have tried it. And I could see Jackson Hastings going to the, the, the ref numerous times pleading his case and nothing was being done about it. I don't know what that rule is now. If, if he could have got the touch judge and say that we are about to lodge an official complaint or whatever the case may be, it just probably didn't help that our interim coach and our next coach, whether it be COVID or whatever it was they've got, weren't there. And, we, you know, we had Ben Gardner sort of running the show and, Maybe he's not aware of the rules or, or how it all works. Uh, comment from Steve on YouTube. Is it time to scrap the captain's challenge? I like the captain's challenge. I no. think I, I like it. I, I like it when if they get, if the decision's wrong. If the team's confident, um, they haven't they've brought in, I think tennis seems to be the first ones that kind of brought it in. I like it because. Yes, the referee. Firstly, I think it should be two referees again. Get two sets of eyes out there again. Um, but I, I don't mind. Sometimes the players, if you put the onus back on the players, but it does annoy me when the the referee says, "Do you want to challenge it? Do you want to challenge it?" Like as if this, because that kind of is a the ref is it an ego shot at the team saying, "Do you really think I got that wrong? Like you really questioning me, or is it? Mm, I think I'm actually not sure about this decision." I would really like the the team here to have a look at it, so I don't get blasted for the wrong decision. Like there's there's a little bit of that behind it, but in theory, I don't mind it. I don't mind the captain's challenge as long as as long as the, the right decisions are being made. I I I actually like it. What do you think, As? I don't mind the captain's challenge. I feel like if they get rid of it now, there's going to be a lot more examples of. Uh, fans getting upset and frustrated and angry over calls that were wrong, um, that the captain's challenge has allowed the captains to to make sure that they, they get them right. And there's been a few of them um, for us and for other teams where the challenge has been 100% necessary because the calls at times have been bullshit. And I'm and not just against the Tigers, but against many other teams. There's been a few captains challenges where, or even for minor things, even for minor things that the ref hasn't picked up, like a a finger causing a knock on or something like that, and the players saw it and let the referee know. And um, it and it also gets rid of the howlers, except for this one. It clearly didn't get rid of this one. Um, I do have an update for you all. Uh, from Scott Bailey on Twitter. Well, a double update, actually. Uh, good man, Scott. I like Scott. He's a good... I used to actually... Former co-worker of mine, but yeah, good good bloke. Scotty, for a manly fan, he's a good guy. Anyway, what do you say? <laughs> so about 37 minutes ago, uh, NRL have defended letting North Queensland challenge the last play. 
Effectively, they say that the Cowboys have challenged the referee stopping and intending to and intending to end the match. Make of that what you will. And then he, 20 minutes later, he cla- he said to clarify further, the claim is the Cowboys were challenging play ending because they believe there was an offense committed in the final play of the match. What? Apparently, the referees I, always allow time for this. What a load of fucking shit. They're making it up as they go along. Theory. It's a non-decision. Exactly. When, when he's exactly. blowing the whistle a decision. When he's blowing the whistle a decision, it's the end of the time of the game. It's not saying you missed a tackle or it's a try or it's a missed goal. It's signalling the end of the game. Oh, sir, pretty please. I want a challenge. That wasn't fair. Doesn't work like that. It was a non-decision. What a load of shit. They've got no respect for themselves, the NRL. It's a black and white rule. It's a black and white rule. I can't believe they're defending themselves over this. That's the last thing I thought I'd hear from them. The black and white rule is the only decision no, that can be that. challenged are ones that involve a structured restart of play, example, a penalty, a scrum, or a dropout, etc. There was no restart. The game was finished. It wasn't a decision. It wasn't a restart. It was the end of the fucking game. The it wasn't NRL anything, absolute... Dane Laurie hadn't gone down with a ball yet. He shouldn't have even blown the fucking whistle. Nothing had happened. He just shat himself. He, oh, Sean, uh, what's his name? Chad Townsend's run up to me. I better stop the game. He had no right to stop the game. It was play on. Let the fucking tackle finish. How can they defend this shit? Seriously. And how do we punish the NRL? Just as fans, forget the two points. What do we do? How do we how do we make it hurt them? Fucking bullshit. Wish you never told me that, Aaron. Seriously, what a fucking crock. John, you fought some fires in your time. Have you ever uh, <laughs> seen anything hotter than uh, than us on this show know, tonight? But like, like you said, um, stopping the, blowing the whistle at the 80th minute—that's not a subjective call. That's just it's the end of the game. It's the, the end over. of the game. You can't challenge the end of the game. It's been the end of the game for since 1908 or whatever. You know, like at 80 minutes, that's the end of the game. That's not the ref deciding a decision going. Let's stop now. End the game, 80 minutes, game over. I'll, can we challenge that? No, it's the end of the game. Anyway, well, I don't want to go around in circles. I was, can I quickly just mention, um, I'll watch the press conference, and I was really impressed. I didn't know if I wanted Ben Gardner, who I'd never heard of before. I'd seen his face, but never heard him speak. And Jimmy, I was going into, do I want them to be screaming and carrying on? Or, but I was really impressed watching, listening to Ben Gardner speak and Jimmy. Um, I thought, I was looking at him going, he could be my coach. He, he had that um, aura of just, I, I would listen to this guy. You know, he's got mm. that presence about him that, you know, Bellamy and, and Wayne Bennett have. So, yeah, I, I think... I was really impressed by the way he kept his cool and said that's footy. And um, it was a, it was a little bit. I, did you, Josh? Did you see it? Like, what do you think of Ben Gardner's No, response? I haven't. Literally, I was calling. Uh, I was on dad duty. Literally, as the game finished, I was on dad yeah. duty. I was literally, I was literally, uh, to quote Shane, going to get groceries. Um, when I called the boys to get the show going, so I literally came home and turned the stream on. So I haven't seen any post game stuff uh unfortunately but before we came on but yeah to quote, to quote jeff Tooby, there has to be an investigation yeah. <laughs> it's just 
I'm just glad I'm not at home at the moment because I'd be 200 beers deep and just yeah, just screaming at the wall. But uh, yeah, when you, when I you never live. thought I'd um, I never thought I'd say this, but NRL 360 is going to be some very good viewing tomorrow night. I always watch it. I like it. I, I watch in it every the, night. In the lead up in the lead up to the chat with uh, Benji, like that's that's going to be some very good viewing on Fox tomorrow night. That's the thing too. What for, mate? The the NRL have put their head in the sand. They've already put their head in the sand. They've said there was nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong. We've had so many bad decisions. When Graham Annesley does his 20 to 30 minute review, we don't even get a mention. The Tuolagi try that you're talking about against St. George, all these other things that we say, what happened here? What happened there? They never get mentioned, guys. They're swept under the carpet. It's the NRL product. We are infallible. We don't do anything wrong. Our club needs to rip them apart. We, we they, need um, leaders to be leaders and rip into this issue. And and don't let them, oh, we tried, they said no. Fucking go harder. Go like tigers. Don't go like pussycats. Have a rip at them. I, I think NRL 360, man, they, they mention us all the time. For a team that doesn't win many games, we're always in the media's mouth. We're, because we're of, guys, because of bad decisions, Josh. Because of everything yeah. we do. You know, we're, we're therapy for each other. We are. It's what this. What's this tonight? This is therapy. No one wants to really talk about getting ripped off, do they? We're all. We're all what? got the shits. We all got the shits. We're trying to console ourselves. Vaughn said, and, and, th- and we got. To, we got to get rid of this fucking losing culture, and it starts with fighting for two points. And I know the club are going to do something about it because we're going to be supporting them. And if we're not supporting them, we're going to be on their case. But I know we're going to be supporting them because they're going to do the right thing. Vaughn on Facebook, NRL 360 won't bite the hand that feeds them. They'll back the NRL. It's the other way around. The the Fox Sports feeds the NRL. They paid half a billion, about half, between them and nine, it's one and a half billion dollars or something in the last TV deal. They're killing their TV product. It's like, but there's West Tigers fans are not going to watch the, like Shane, are going to turn away. You turn, They're turning away rugby league fans. Fox Sports should hammer the NRL. Because they're paying the money for this product, and the product's been ruined. Like I've I've seen a few like every now and then older games um, pop up, or uh, I love Vossi's what's Vossi's show, The Fan, and you see footage of the footy. I, I don't know if it's because I was a teenager, but the two the, and the Tigers won the comp. But like the the footy around the two thousand mid two thousands and late two thousands, like where it's just. The footage free flowing. There's no wrestling. Like the ref, it's just I don't know. There's something about I'm watching it. And I'm thinking, fuck me. Like it's just I was so much more passionate and in love of watching the game back then. And I look at it and I go, what? What is it? What is it about watching this game right now? Whereas now, and it might maybe because my team like hasn't made the semis for eleven years might be part of it, but. Like I just look, I just look at the product of what it was and the, the game that I fell in love with, and it's just it's not the same anymore. It's it was such a simple, beautiful game that you go to work or go to school the next day, and talk about. And then it's in an era of there's there's so many other options. We only had five channels growing up in the nineties. That and Channel Nine, you watch on Friday night, you watch Burke's Backyard. Probably wouldn't watch it now. And then you watch the footy coming on after it like it was just the the, the product that that I like i fell in love with it's just not there anymore i, I don't i don't I've, know what it is it's, it's i've turned i've turned to watching 
soccer and I didn't think I'd ever fucking say that in my entire life. <laughs> but I am more keen on the Premier League season starting and the transfer news happening in the time it's not than I have any interest in NRL at the moment. And that's bad because I only started following Man United last year and they fucking suck. And they are just a schmozzle. Even the yeah, transfers bad now time are bad. Jump on them. Well, look, I'm not a trophy the, hunter. When we were kids, they were, they were, they were, they were the, the dominant force when we were kids. But, like 100%. Um, but look, yeah. like I'm that's, the same that's, the what NFL. that's what it's driven me to. Like, I yeah. don't want to watch NRL. I don't want to watch rugby league because I just don't find it fun. I don't find yeah. it good. I don't think it's a good product. I think it's fucking shit and shonky. Like, I really think there's things going on. And in every single game, I see dodgy calls. And I'm like, oh, I wonder why that call was done. Like, seriously, I'd... I'd I'd like, I'd rather get up at two p two a.m. in the morning and watch United lose than watch games at NRL at eight thirty on a on a Sunday night on or four thirty on a Sunday Arvo. Like I really would rather get up at two two a.m. in the morning to watch Man United get fucking pumped because mm. that's what I watched all last year or all this year, and I had more fun doing it than watching NRL all this year. So a couple, <laughs> that's couple people- pretty bad. Couple of people in the comments mentioning NFL. The preseason starts in four weeks, I think. I, I can't wait. Like the uh, my Broncos are going to be hopefully a bit better with their new quarterback. So yeah, I'm. Um, so I'll probably start watching that too because anything's better than NRL at the moment. Yeah, get in, get on it. The best thing about NFL is uh, Monday morning is uh, red zone. So I don't know if you guys have ever watched it. Basically, there's two slots. So they put basically all but three games on a Sunday in two. Uh, two slots and then a Sunday night game, but those two slots there's a show called Red Zone. So basically, from the like the first game uh, to like last, they they zoom between different. They say this just happened in this game. They basically like so you're watching like seven games at once, and it's fucking it's so good. Like it it's the, becoming the game that I like watching the most that my team's not playing. The NBA's got got its issues as well at the moment. The officiating the NBA's shit me a little bit um and that's yep. becoming a little bit i i agree <laughs> weird but um even though do the team, nba make speaking the, of nba do the nba make decisions on 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 things that they don't have a right to make a decision on when they go to that video in the last two minutes of a half or two minutes of the last quarter or whatever like that's what i'm saying this this just happened and it's not even anything the bunker was allowed to rule on you know, it's just it's just rubbish. The bunker should have said, "Mate, can't rule on it. Blow your whistle full time. Don't make a fool of us." But we made a fool that's, of the game tonight. We that's what's pushing everyone away. As you said, you're embarrassed for rugby league, and that's what's pushing people away. It's it's the inconsistencies. It's the blatant, obvious wrong calls. And as I said, I've I've brought it up a few times. What the fuck is with the shit cameras still? Like you've got sixty. FPS cameras, everyone else, yeah, they're still pixelated. Every other sport yeah. is running 120, even more FPS cameras. So you, you can see every tiny little movement. Yeah, Whereas cricket had when we're watching Greg was someone on the game. That, that's it. Like when we're watching them, uh, the Kelma trial was the perfect one. I'm going to keep bringing it up because that pissed me off. That one, the fact that you couldn't see him in the air. And then all of a sudden he's just on the ground. I'm like, how do you not have a camera, especially down that end, on your try lines, that you can go, cool, we've got this camera, and we can just slowly move through the whole motion. 
Like, the product is shit. NRL as a product is shit. And chain on like, chain on YouTube, different chain. Chain B, uh, NBA, NFL, don't do bunkers, ref check yourself. The, the NFL do do a bunker. That's where the NRL got the idea. The, the NFL does have a bunker. But that's because they have several games going at once. So, like, the one... Whereas our games are all at different times. So, it's kind of pointless in our game. The, the NFL is, I think, who invented it. So Yeah, but the, the NBA are looking at a really tiny screen at half court. You know, the bunkers yeah. have to be some glorified, you know... Oh, so, NBA does it too. Yeah, yeah. And whatever. So, yeah, you, you, think, you think we'd get it right. It's like, like we said yeah. before, every, everyone that watches a game, except unless you're the most blatant Cowboys fan would say that was full-time today. That's not even a penalty. Like, Kapoa did not even have eyes for Felt. He's running back to get involved with a possible contest of the ball being batted back. That's all he's doing. And, and you know, Kyle Felt fell over like a nine-pin, you know, so... But why don't why don't we have the ref, instead of having a bunker, like a separate referee for the bunker, why don't we do it like what um, the NBA does? And that referee goes up and checks. Yeah, so look, I made a mistake. It's all good, yeah. or not? Like, why? Why do we have a separate? Oh, it takes too long. In there? Yeah. Like NBA like, games, last two minutes takes half an hour. Yeah, but still, like, if if the odd chance where they do have that call, you like have the referee take a look at it. Like, you don't need the yeah. bunker. Like, you don't need that whole setup. Like, they've got two people in there who are incompetent because it seems that every single game. Someone on either side, doesn't matter what team it is, will turn around and go, "Man, that bunker call was bullshit." Like, what the go? What's the go with that? And it's every single game, every single NRL game, you see comments, "Man, that bunker call was shit." Cool. Why do we have it? If yeah, they see, keep Josh, these mistakes, saying, why do they have it? Josh was saying earlier about the captain's challenge, whether we should have it or not. We've had so many successful captain's challenge that you have to keep the challenge i'm actually an advocate of two per half i actually think there should be more challenges yeah i like it we're we're stopping the game a hundred times anyway and a lot of teams are getting it right and a lot of teams aren't stupid enough to use it early in the game and lose it over nothing like you know even today like i kind of laughed at canterbury they they use a stupid one when they're up by about 14 or 20 points or whatever it was in the first half but you know we've had too many successful challenges not to have it so i think it's a good thing but you should probably have one and a half like not just one per game, but, you know, because you want to get it right. You want to avoid the howlers. And, and some teams have challenged yeah. three and four times in one game and successfully challenged it. So, you know, it really is important. They've actually got three or four good calls out of it, even though you think it's only one challenge. So I, I definitely think, it, like, it, we've got we've got the right systems in place. It's kind of like having a, a shitty headmaster at school. You've got all the systems in place, but when you go to the headmaster, the headmaster makes a bad decision. Or something like that. This is the same with rugby league. The bunker's good for the game. The refs, everything. It's all it's mm. it's all done correctly. We've just got incompetent fools in there that yeah. don't know what they're fucking doing. That's I all. Agree. And 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 they're and they're sending us to our bloody graves early. That's all it is. Yeah, I agree. I like I like all what's in place. Just get the fucking calls right. Just, just get it right. It, it, yeah, I, I'm I'm a fan of decisions, as you said. I'm a fan of decisions being called correctly and like just but they're not they're not getting them right like that's the issue we've we've, we've said it numerous times josh you can understand an on-field ref getting a decision wrong on the run whether it's a forward pass backward pass knock on whatever but when you're looking at a replay 
nine or ten times sometimes, okay, you can't get that wrong. It's either inconclusive or get it right. You know, how many times do we see someone, you know, ground the ball short of the line? Like there was one yesterday, I think, it was given a try. I'm like, you're kidding, mate. It wasn't even inconclusive. He's short of the line. Like, I don't know what they're watching or what they're using or why we can't even have a camera within the bunker to see what they're looking at or something. You know, it's just it's just it defies logic what goes on, guys. It really does. And and we seem to be the one that cops it the most. Maybe maybe it feels like it because we only focus on West Tiger stuff more than other teams. I'm sure other teams cop it as well. But, you know, it, it, for me now, it's like next game, how are we going to get screwed next week? What's what's yeah. going to be the, what's going to happen next week? Well, As I said, Rob, I yeah. hear it from every every team, every single team in every single game. I hear, what the fuck was that bunker call? What was this call? Like, it's not just us. Seriously, it's not just us, and that's why I stopped watching rugby league. Because I was saying to you, like, I'd watch games, and I'm just like, cool, sweet. I turn that off. That was fucking bullshit. And like, I yeah, literally see so a shit like- call. I just turn it off. And it's every single game I watch, I see the same shit, and that's why I just got sick of it. Shane, it's hard to give up something you've you know loved since you were like I've watched it for fifty years. You know, like it's it's hard to give up something that you love. Like, and you just think, yeah, you know, it's a bit like the Tigers. Things will get better. Things will get better, and you, you keep thinking, surely they want to get better. Surely, surely they know that they're losing fans. They're losing, you know. But maybe the thing is, like, if you they decide, don't care. yeah, but but like for me they now, don't. if I say I'm not going to watch uh, the rugby league next week on Foxtel. Like it's not gonna it's not gonna hurt them in the pocket because I'll, I'll still have my fox cell available. I might be watching movie channel or whatever. So they, you know, like I've actually literally got to you know get rid of my sports package, which I'm not gonna do because I like to watch the golf or the tennis or whatever else is on. You know, so I, I can't hurt them in the pocket by switching off or whatever. And I love watching the game. I love the game, but just get it get it right when you're reviewing stuff. I can understand stuff on the run getting screwed up. But when you're reviewing stuff, it shouldn't be too hard. If one if one bloke can't do it right, get three idiots in there. And they can be like Larry, Curly, and Moe knocking each other on the head. Yeah, yeah, waste day. You know, snap out of it and get the right decision. Well, like I I'm scrolling through a thread on Facebook and one guy literally just said, Why don't we get retired NRL players to be in the bunker instead they of They are, aren't they? These these referees. Well, it was actually Klein in the bunker today. Yeah, Benkley. I know Benkley so, does it. Why? Like, like, yeah, you but, need, you need, what, why do you need rugby league play? Like, surely you need you need a because man. At least they, that. at least they know. At least yeah, they, but they know. don't know all the rules. They've got to know all the rules, mate. They've got to have experience of refereeing or, or understand. Well, well, these guys don't. These referees oh, don't. Rob, that's me. the issue. Yeah, he he just said on the chat before that his phone's dying, so he's got to go. Oh, okay, okay, that's that's right. I was gonna. I'll, I'm I've never, me. I've never seen. I'm scrolling through this, and I've never seen so many people just saying. This just screams of corruption. And like I'm talking like there's six or seven comments in a row, blatant corruption. We need to check the bunker's bank account. Like, and this is just like me scrolling through. There's hundreds of like yeah, 26 yeah. new comments just then. And they're all just saying this is bullshit. 36 minutes ago, and there's 461 comments. And it's all just most of them are saying it's fucking corrupt. And I'll be honest, like I, I believe in it. I I I said it earlier in the year. I had people laugh at me and just go, oh, look at this. We're just going through this fucking thing. Tell me it's not. Because the, the proof is there. We're watching it. And if you're too blind to see what's going on, that's that's your issue, not mine. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to call it how I see it. And I believe there's fucking corruption happening. And it's only since old mates come in. 
Shouts to Johnny. He's uh, he just messaged me. Yeah, his phone died. Um, yeah, check out his Instagram, West Tigers Jersey Archive. He has like, man, I've got 30-something jerseys at the moment, but his collection, he like full-on, he he's aiming to try and get every jersey West Tigers have ever had. So, yeah, West Tigers Jersey Archive on Insta, um, a great follow. And just before we get to Rob A, I saw uh, Brady on Facebook. Where can I find the Discord link? Uh, I send it as soon as you go to patreon.com forward slash Westlife and sign up. I inbox it straight to you and, you, and it comes in. So, uh, and one man that uh, has done just that, Rob Aaron, thanks for coming back on the show. Thanks for waiting patiently. Um, yeah, through through the show tonight. Obviously, uh, the four of us and five of us with Johnny are, uh, yeah, just. Still, still on adrenaline at the moment. How how are you feeling now that we're what are we three hours nearly since full three four hours since full time? Uh, yeah, I'm still bitter, mate. Um, yeah, no, I would have been on here watching on YouTube along along with these anyway, mate. So doesn't I don't mind Major. waiting at all. Um, <laughs> no, uh, what can I say, mate? Yeah, um, I don't know how to feel at the moment. I'm a bit disillusioned completely, actually about rugby league altogether. What else can I say? Like, yeah, like you've been saying all night, the decisions have just been terrible. Like, I think I threw up in the chat before. It's three times we've been screwed now. We shouldn't be in the race for the bottom of the ladder. We should be sitting on 14 competition points, sitting in 12th spot, not really having to stress about this drama. But, you know, week in, week out, we get screwed by the refs. Club won't say anything. But I'm glad that Lee is actually standing up and saying something. It's, a, it's good for a change. They're going to fight back against the NRL and actually have a crack with this. I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. Uh, sorry, boys. Someone just commented. Um, it was Nick, regu regular watcher. Nick, Nick. Really? Shout out to Ned's, Ned's and Sportsbet for doing the right thing. Have they come out? Obviously, we've been doing the show. Have they come they out and paid out? <laughs> that's that's Ned's, huge because yeah. we're paying, we're paying what, eight, nine? We're paying eight dollars. That's big yeah. money. They're like, if someone's. Um, Man, imagine you had a hundred bucks on How that. People find that oh, out. It's probably tweeted. I'm just checking out on Twitter. If you guys want to chat amongst yourselves, I'll. Uh, they they always it's they do it for PR. So they, they don't they don't do it secretly. They um they definitely get they definitely milk it. Uh, I'll see if I can find. Well, it. they're going to get people putting money back on the Tigers next week off the, off the back of that performance. So it's probably like a good investment on their behalf. Well, let's uh, hope we can back it up, but you know, get back to back performances because we had a, a good one against Para, we had a shit one against Penrith, and a good one today. So, I, I just hope it doesn't take Jimmy's 300th to get the boys up for games anymore. We, we want to, you know, there's, there's a reason to play every week. Like, we only judge the team on 80 minutes every week. We none of us give a shit what yeah. they do at training or what they do after hours or whatever. We judge them on 80 minutes and we just want them to be ready for 80 minutes and give it their all every week. So, yeah, if they if they do, if they do that all the time, it'd be wonderful because the, the the attack looked really good. Like I said, I think our our we kind of fell asleep a bit for 15, 20 minutes after halftime, but the refs didn't really help too much. But it was a good performance, man. And you know, we should be we should, yeah. is that Stafford Toa's first try of the year, Aaron? Do you know? because uh, I'm pretty sure it would be. And like we should have been talking about that, like Josh said, as one of I our greatest. We might have got one earlier in the year. Yeah, and it's, effect, it's effectively meaningless. It's effectively meaningless now. Yeah. Kathy, regular um, 
and former guest on the show, Kathy, said Neds have paid out as if we won. So Neds have paid it out. Sportsbet have just paid back head to head. So they voided. If you put back the Tigers on Sportsbet, they voided the bet. So uh, Sportsbet a little bit, yeah, kind of gone gone the easy route there. So just giving everyone their money back. But Neds full on full on paid out the um the big odds. So. Shout to uh, they still sponsor the Tigers. Are they still in the jersey. They are. They are, I believe they're in the jersey, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. yeah, they're on the back of the jersey. Yeah, it's annoying because I can't, I can't wear any gear if I go to a school. Um, you can't wear gambling brands or alcohol brands on your clothes. So anything with Neds on it, I can't, can't wear. I've just found the on. Neds one on Twitter. Um, they four hours ago they said punters that took the big price on offer for an upset Tigers win have been rewarded with an early payout. Yeah, good on them. So that's the kind of thing that make me go go bet with them. So good on, good on them. Come sponsor us, Neds, if you're listening. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> um, yeah. Anything else, Rob? Is there anything we haven't we've missed? I mean, we've been going for an hour and twenty. We've Pretty much. Oh, like on the decision, no. Like, I mean, I'm not not in the mood to do three two ones or anything like that. To be brutally honest, but we haven't spoken about the game or anything. Yeah. yeah. In terms of in terms of the decision, I think we've all pretty much covered it. Unless any of the uh, listeners have something they want to add, or yeah. that we we might have missed out on, or that I have because I can't read what's coming up on the screen, unfortunately. As a Brandon, I got a lot of flack this morning on um, Twitter from some um, Tigers fans about questioning his future with the club and, you know, he's, how he'd be playing this year. And rightfully so, you know, based off how he's been playing this year. I believe you know, he played elite today. He really stood up. And, mate, AD's game today, he really, like, watching them get their mojo back was one – something like, at least I can take away for the rest of this week. I know this decision's going to, like, leave us bitter, but I'm trying to – now a few hours on from, you know, the drama of it all, I'm pretty happy to at least reflect back and – see some of them good points that we had. That last five minutes was sensational to watch. I think um, Kelman, so it's Kelman, second Besides the after the firing. Yeah, I was going to say, I reckon Kelmer ran the ball today more than he had in the previous two games put together. Yeah, yeah. yeah we might we might um, break down the first 79 minutes and 59 seconds. <laughs> In, in, a, in another episode, no, no, yeah, do, do the whole eighty minutes. Do the whole eighty minutes. This happened after the siren, mate. Eighty minutes. That's right. 80, yeah, true. Yeah, just not the eighty oh one. Yeah. Um, Craig on Facebook. Not sure if you touched upon, but what the, the kicker in front of the fifty meter line when he kicked off rule states he has to be behind the line. Um, I did touch on it, but I don't care. But I like. I don't know. No, it's, still a, it's a rule. I do care. I didn't. I didn't think it. Yeah. I actually, I didn't pay attention to it. So I didn't know it was a rule. To be honest, I thought you're allowed to start in front of it as long as you got both feet behind the halfway line or on the halfway line at least before striking yeah. the ball. So I, I'd have to watch the kickoff again. I haven't really, uh, guys. I'm in a padded room. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think I'm going to be staying Literally. here for a week. So and anyone who had a bet on the Tigers head to head, I think they should be too. Yeah, <laughs> good thing the only thing that's ever annoyed, the only thing that's ever annoyed me with kickoffs is they told Pat Richards, um, his tee was too high, and he his tee got banned. That's the only thing that's ever pissed me off with how someone kicks off. Um, I don't know. He, he used his foot. Like, I don't. It, it doesn't. If it's a rule, yeah, it's a rule. It's a rule. It's a dumb rule. If it is, like, if you if they kick the ball with their foot off a tee on the line, 
Does it really? I don't know. The, the thing well, about the short kickoff. <laughs> if that's a rule, Josh, that's another. That's another reason we can protest. Yeah, call it. Call it. Because yeah. basically, that that means we get a penalty. End of the game. We just yeah. tap the ball and fall over, or kick it out, or whatever. Yeah. So that, that's a that's just a further reason we could you know try and get this decision overturned. I don't know, man. It's just. The more I just know what's going to happen on 360 tomorrow night. They're all going to say, well, you know, you don't overturn decisions in the first minute. And Paul Kent's going to talk over the top of everyone else like he always does and just kill the conversation. Yeah. I don't mind Paul Kent. Hey, actually, just quietly, I think. Uh, he, he's, he's all right. He's, his opinions are okay. He just doesn't let someone finish their point. Yeah. Um, Brendan on YouTube, Play Up. Yeah, Play Up's our sponsor now, not Ned's. So... Um, yeah, we're giving them a plug now as well. Um, yeah, they did play up, did come. I joined play up this year. Their app, I don't know if they updated it, but their app was very hard to use. So I had a crack on it, but, um, yeah, I, I found their betting. A big thing for me too, with betting agencies is some of them don't do many motorsport markets. I like betting on F1 and supercars a little bit. Some of them don't, um, don't do much. On them, French Grand Prix tonight, too. For anyone wondering, uh, eleven o'clock tonight. Daniel Ricciardo starting from eleventh. Let's just talk about other sports. Let's, we'll just transform. Uh, Rob, your, your podcast obviously bounce of the ball. Talk about basketball as well. It's just now nah, yeah, we're but, talking um, about a wide range of stuff over here, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Anything to distract me from the Tigers this season? <laughs> yeah, it. Um, yeah, we, I think we'll do another. We'll do another show this week and give the game itself some justice we've literally spent 90 minutes on one second of the game so uh i think that's right carla is actually ninth two two group penalties so ricardo's starting from ninth um yeah so we might anything anything else rob we might might wrap it up shane's obviously got to get up early it's one second but it's cost us sorry rob rob a so i meant that for rob a oh sorry my bad yeah I know you boys have said pretty much everything tonight. Yeah, it's just it's just diabolical. I do think though that if any other decision in the history of the NRL is you know completely unambiguous, this decision changed the outcome of a game and is un, you know overturnable. I think this could set the precedent. But I think we should be strapping ourselves in. Um, things could get pretty wild. I think in the next couple of weeks. I don't think the journos are going to be quiet about this. Hopefully they won't be. And um, mm. yeah. Fireworks will fly. Lastly, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. If one was to organise a protest outside of NRL HQ, <laughs> when are you guys free? Uh, all week. No, no. Available as well. Uh, fire and brimstone. <laughs> like Shane, can you get like a pump that's just full of shit or something that we can pump on the windows or some sort oh, of damage? Okay. Just not not vandalism. Just to maybe just like turn well, the think... taps off or something. Turn oh, the yeah, hot water shut, off in their showers. I can shut down the water to the street, so that's all good. I'll there shut down go. the whole thing. That's all go. good. We'll do we'll that. Hold the place the siege so they give us the two points. Yeah. You don't get your water so till we get the <laughs> you two points. You don't get your water and we'll bar it off. It's done and finished. <laughs> while, they're, uh, while they're at it, give us the two points from every other game we've been ripped off in the history of the comp. The, uh, oh. the biggest one that comes to mind for me is the round three 2018 against the Broncos that stopped us from starting that season, six wins and zero losses, um, where Klein, again, penalised the Tigers 
um, for not being square at marker. Um, when in actuality, the ball wasn't it wasn't played square. And then they got a penalty goal in Golden Point to win the game. So we might as well get two points now for every other game we've been robbed in the last 11 years and see you boys in the finals. <laughs> I swear it's just <laughs> there's, actually, there's, it's just there's actually enough Klein, points eh? there for us to get the minor premiership. <laughs> it's just Ashley Klein. He, he's bad. Sutton's bad. To be honest, Perinara was pretty bad too while he was. That Ziggy refing. was bad this year. Ziggy mm. messed yeah, up. The Luciano try. <laughs> like that's that's what I mean. Like it's just it's it's every ref. It doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter who's in the bunker. It's us. Shit, call, shit calls are getting had, and it's not just us though, Rob. It's it's a lot of shit happens to us, but it happens every single game. Every single game of footy, one team just gets absolutely mauled by shit calls. And it happens every game, depending on who, whatever team it is, is versing. Well, yeah, the and you only see an even contest when it's a top four team or a top six, like them in that top echelon yep. gap, you know what I mean? But once 100%. the top team is playing a bottom end team, once the, any any division, like the wider that gap, mate, the, the bottom well, teams get treated like they're incompetent and they're, refer- and they're officiated as such. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what it feels like anyway when we watch it. Right. Oh. Uh, <laughs> let's all, uh, yeah, maybe go have a bit. Cup of, I might go have a cup of tea and, uh, and relax. Do the same. Try and, <laughs> relax and try, try and try and not lose too much sleep. Um, shouts to Zach, who just joined our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Westlife. Uh, Zach, I'll shoot you the uh, Discord link right now because I haven't been on it since we went on air, but I'm assuming it's uh it's firing off as well. And I'll see you four blokes in there as well to everyone else. Uh yes, man, we had fucking we had two hundred and thirty I think I saw at one stage and there's still over a hundred of you with us now blabbing on about um not much. So shouts to everyone. If you're new to the show, yeah, thank you. Give us a, a like, subscribe. We normally do Monday, Thursday nights. So, um, yeah, thank you for spending your Sunday evening and, yeah, letting us vent our spleen, as one would say, Rob, <laughs> uh, yeah, in front of you all. So we always end the show. Uh, can we get all four of you boys in sync? As always, boys, even when the referee completely fucks us over, go the Tigers. Go the Tigers. Go the Tigers. Oh, you cooked it. You are cooked. listening to another episode of the West Life Podcast. As always, we are sponsored by West Ashfield Leagues Club and as well as MG Pump Solutions. If you could please subscribe if you'd love to hear us again. We're going to have episodes every twice a week, every week this season, Mondays and Thursdays. So we're going to, as the season rolls in, uh, be sure to catch us every week. And if you can, give us a like on the socials, so at Westlife Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, search for Westlife Podcast on Facebook. And if you'd like to take part in the show, uh, patreon.com forward slash Westlife. It's just a couple of bucks a month to help grow the show. We'll see you again next time on the Westlife Podcast.